everyone. Welcome back to the Adoring 20s podcast. I'm Patty. And I'm Marissa. So right before we recorded this, we were playing Among Us because my AirPods weren't charged. I thought I'd charge them, but they weren't charging. So we needed to kill some time. So we played Among Us and we haven't played in a really long time. So this was monumental. So I think because the game isn't as popular anymore, there's just less people on it. So in the past, we would start a game and people would just like join very quickly. But this time we started a game and we're waiting for maybe like a minute or two and only one person had joined. So we got out of the game and thought maybe we'll just join a public game together. But none of the like names were like we just weren't seeing the same names. I think Marissa saw one that was pineapple and I saw one that said Among Us. <laughs> I was like, Marissa, do you see Among Us? Because we can join that one. Um, so basically, Among Us <laughs> Game Starter, if you're listening. We, we want to be your to join friend. Your game. Yeah. So Marissa couldn't see your name. I was just going to say that in the end, we just tried starting our own game again, and there were three other people in it, so there were five of us, and we wanted to wait for more people, but everyone was getting so restless, and they were like, can you start the game? So we started a game, and I got killed, and no one found me, because there was only like three people to find me. Yeah, and when Patty and I play, I see how we could be annoying to everyone else, because we like say everything out loud. Like Patty was like, oh. So there was one person whose name was just three question marks. And then she was like, oh my goodness, Marissa, question mark just killed me. And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like I'll avoid question mark and then vote for them. We maybe bend the rules a little bit, but it's more fun that way. In other news... I have been watching a lot of TV. That's not news. Uh, That has been a theme across all of our podcasts, (laughs) TV. So over the course of quarantine, I have been watching a lot of shows that everybody has seen except for me. So recently I've been watching Parks and Rec for the first time. And I know this show came out maybe like 10 years ago, but I'm experiencing everything firsthand, uh, (laughs) meeting Leslie Nope, getting the full experience in 2021. But Patty and I have been talking about Parks and Rec. Uh, We've been chatting as I have been watching it. And I told Patty that I had recently watched the Model UN episode, and a specific line really stuck out in Patty's mind. Yeah, they are her and Ben not, are they mad at each other or something at that point? Patty, is this going to be a spoiler? <laughs> but, okay, first of all, I feel like you can't really spoil a show that came out 10 years ago. You can for me. <laughs> But anyways, they, her, Leslie and Ben are on two separate country teams. I don't really know. I don't really remember how they, Mm -hmm. the episode was framed. But they're on two separate teams. 
and Ben is like, you should just forfeit or surrender and wave the white flag. And then Leslie really aggressively says, I can't remember it word for word, but she says, the only thing I will be waving is your decapitated head on a stick in front of your weeping mother. And then the <laughs> camera zooms into Andy's face. It like pans to Andy's face and he makes this really like awkward, scared smile. I'm going to show it to Marissa, but the listeners can't see, but he's sort of like, <laughs> and it's really funny and that's one of my favorite scenes um probably the perfect impression and yeah it, <laughs> it's a really funny show and I really like it so far um in my opinion however I really do like pretty much all the characters I think that they're all pretty funny but I think that the true stars are Andy April and Ron Swanson I think that this trio is iconic and excellent. And I was telling Patty that I would watch a spinoff show that focuses on April, Andy, and Ron Swanson. And this gave us the idea to talk about shows that would be good spinoff shows. That didn't really make sense. But to talk about... To talk about characters in shows that would make good spin-off shows yes about that was good patty yeah. um and so we wrote down like a little description that you may find on like netflix or something if these shows were real so we're going to read our description and then describe it to you guys um you should tell us which one which ones you'd watch we all these ideas are copyrighted you know so uh if you pitch them to a tv (laughs) network they'll say no that's marissa and patty's idea uh just a disclaimer (laughs) yeah they might say something like no we already heard that idea and we rejected it (laughs) (laughs) yeah these these have been rejected by tv executives across the country no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) i don't have their phone numbers (laughs) (laughs) But, so the first one is a spinoff of Parks and Rec with Andy April and Ron Swanson. And this would be the show description. Back at it again. Pawnee's favorite trio pulls shenanigans left and right while still keeping the Parks Department in tip-top shape. Or at least keeping it afloat. Join this ragtag bunch and their trusty steed champion as they embark on their biggest project yet. Constructing Pawnee's very own limited-size water park. While this modest tourist attraction may bring unwarranted twists and turns, Ron Swanson is there to teach valuable lessons along the way, leaving everyone questioning, should we really be spending taxpayer dollars on this? Okay. (laughs) Very well done, Marissa. Especially, I love the conclusion. It's very Ron Swanson. Thank you. Um... I just thought that's exactly what Ron would be thinking. But this show would be about them and about the Parks Department taking on a new project. But that would sort of be in the background. But it would mostly be about them being goofy. Yeah, I think in the original show, Parks and Rec, we see enough of Leslie and... um, I don't want to give any spoilers for a show that came out 10 years. <laughs> 
but we see enough of Leslie and the person she ends up with. <laughs> the person she ends up with in her life. And Andy and April always brought the perfect amount of comedic relief. And Ron Swanson, the same. Like, he brings the perfect amount of comedy to the show. So a spinoff of them would be very entertaining. And I think everyone would really enjoy it. Our next one is from The Secret Life of the American Teenager. And the description is <laughs> live straight from the womb. John begins his life as the son of high schooler Amy Jurgens and Ricky Underwood. Through his eyes, you get to see mom doing hours of pre-calc homework, dad writing last minute papers for English class, and watch firsthand the thrilling process of filling out college applications. Join us Tuesdays at 8, 8 7 central <laughs> for this wild ride. If you guys don't remember the show or haven't seen it, the show is about Amy Jurgens, who's played by Shailene Woodley, and she's this high schooler who gets pregnant, and she has a son named John. And this show would be from his point of view. I didn't really watch this show much or really at all because I didn't know their names but I had to look it up I'm kind of disappointed <laughs> with the lack of creativity Amy Ricky and John are it's... they supposed to be baby boomers <laughs> <laughs> and there was another guy named Ben too oh my goodness Why so basically such a name? Amy was dating Ben I believe and then she went to band camp and slept with Ricky and got pregnant. Wait, so she cheated on Ben with Ricky? Yeah, and Ben loved her so much. I think he helped her raise the baby for a few years or something. And he was, like, fully ready to start a life with her and raise that baby. Even I, though she cheated on him? Yeah. I can't remember At if she cheated on him or if he, like, later found out or like he later fell in love with her well in hindsight I was way too young to be watching the show (laughs) yeah I think that like my parents like kind of slightly were like please don't (laughs) I think I watched it secretly I was also had a secret life (laughs) the actual secret life of the American teenager isn't (laughs) isn't band camp hookups it's watching the secret life of the American teenager when you're 12 and not allowed to. Exactly. Our next spinoff show idea is for Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So here's the description. After three best-selling novels, accurately predicting the future on five separate occasions, and touring the world, sharing her wisdom with members of the Jihive, Gina Linetti is back with a talk show so incredibly popular that only a sentient being such as Gina could have birthed such an idea. A little show called Gina Knows Best. In this documentary-style comedy, we have access to an exclusive look into the wonderful world of Gina. So basically, this would be a show about Gina's newfound fame and her being like having this talk show, and it would be documentary-style, like The Office or Parks and Rec, but of Gina. I would love to watch something like this. And I feel like she would have a lot of good cameos from her cast members. 
from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and it would just be hilarious. And there would certainly be some boil. She can't get away from the boils. <laughs> she really can't. She, she can't get away from the family. She can't get away from Charles. She has a boil baby. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like I know. The, the term boil baby. <laughs> boil just isn't um, the prettiest sounding word. No. Wait, what's his first name? Charles? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, Charles Boyle. I also think Chelsea Peretti, I'm pretty sure that's how you say her last name, the actress who plays Gina, I think that she's really funny and really good at things, and I think that it's time in her career that she have her own show. Yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine's still going on, right? Yeah, but they kind of removed her a little bit, you know? Did she leave the show? Or a lot. I can't remember. Yeah, they, like, brought her back a few times, but she left the show because she had this whole thing where, oh, should we be spoiling this? Because this is, this is still going on. But basically, she had, like, this thing where she was like, I want to give everybody a Gina moment before I leave. And then, yeah... Oh, that does sound familiar. They had, like, a Gina going away party. I don't remember. So, the next show that we would love to see a spinoff of is probably the one that I would want to see the most, and that's Gossip Girl. And this one would focus on Chuck and Blair with frequent cameos from Nate. And the description is, the Bonnie and Clyde of the Upper East Side, Chuck, Blair, and their son, Chuck Jr., commit petty crimes and take part in petty drama. With chaos and Kane's corruption and Capri, nefarious nights in New York City, and the perfect amount of Nate Archibald, Blair and Chuck are a force that can't be stopped. Or can they? I feel like they would just be such a good crime couple, and after how the show ended, like, they didn't have to take up a life of crime, but it's more fun that they do. Yeah, I feel like Blair is very good at scheming and very careful. And I feel like when she was younger and in high school, she would get caught. But now that they are older and are parents, they're probably a lot more careful and would be very good at. Yeah, and like they they, they have all the skills. <laughs> Yeah, or even maybe, I know you said that they would commit crimes, but maybe they would stop the crimes. Like, they would do detective work and try to solve crimes and stuff. Yeah, I could see that, too. Either way, crime, some action, uh, they have a son, I feel like he'd be a brat. And maybe he'd become, like, the next Paris Hilton except Chuck Jr. Because Chuck owns a hotel. Mm -hmm. I really feel like I missed out on Paris Hilton in her prime because we were too young. But I'm kind of bummed. (laughs) Patty, I feel like it was so funny. Like, how? (laughs) Just, like... Her persona, what she wears. She had a show. Where is Paris now? I think the concept of her is really interesting. It's just weird to me how she was the Kardashian of 
the generation before us, but now the Kardashians are like an empire that they're, I mean, unfortunately, they're like America's royal family, where they seem so, I don't know, in a different world, I guess. It's like Paris Hilton was the precursor that needed to happen. I don't think that they really needed her to become famous, but I think that Paris was the stepping stone to the Kardashian empire. Yes. Um, But I could definitely see their son being a brat. I feel like Blair would be very naggy and Chuck Mm -hmm. would sort of be the cool dad that lets his son do annoying stuff. I feel like Chuck would, like, take him to, like, strip clubs when he was, like, 15 (laughs) and, like, give him cigars and whiskey. Yeah. I agree. And then Blair would be like, what is that? What do I smell on your breath to, like, her 15-year-old son? And then Chuck would be like, calm down, Blair. I took him down to the bar. Gotta teach him how to be a man. And then Blair would say, he's only 15, Chuck. (laughs) Yeah, and Nate would be the cool uncle. Yeah. That comes Nate just, every day. Just kidding. <laughs> comes I just want to see him a lot. He's good looking. Yeah. The next one will be Drake and Josh as parents. This one has a short description. The year is 2025. And our favorite stepbrothers are back and better than ever. But this time as Dilfs. <laughs> so... Not entirely sure what the whole premise of this show would be, but it's sort of like a Raven's Home, Girl Meets World, Fuller House vibe. And Megan would be in it too. And she would be like a soccer mom who has a bunch of kids and gets stressed about taking them to their various activities while like occasionally pranking Drake and Josh still. I remember last year, Drake and Josh was on Hulu, but it wasn't the whole show, which was kind of a bummer. It was just a few random episodes from each season. And I watched it, and it was still very funny. Because I've seen show like, I rewatched episodes of Hannah Montana or Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, and they're just not as funny and as good, obviously, since, you know, I'm not the target audience <laughs> for that anymore. Um, but... It just, I mean, they were still good because I'm like, oh, this reminds me of my childhood, but they just weren't quite the same as how I remembered them. But when I rewatched Drake and Josh, I felt like everything was still very funny. I agree. I watched Drake and Josh recently too. And it's something that, like, yeah, like, I get that it's a kids' show, but if it had, like, just started, like, now, I would potentially still watch it because it is good yeah it's very good so the last one the last show that we have isn't I mean it's kind of a spinoff but it would be a live action of a cartoon of everyone's favorite cartoon character I guess Danny Phantom I'm sure you all were also attracted to a cartoon character I mean, if if anyone has ever been attracted to a cartoon character, I think it would be Danny Phantom. (laughs) So we put together a list of people that we think would make good Danny Phantom. And granted, I don't think any of these people would 
um like I imagine the Danny Phantom live action would be on Nickelodeon wait was Danny Phantom on Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network I'm pretty sure it was Nickelodeon okay so I think it would be on Nickelodeon um if it wasn't and maybe like Netflix or Hulu bought the rights to it I imagine some of the people on this list would be more inclined to join the cast but if it is a Nickelodeon show I'm I think the, a lot of people on this list may not be as interested but it's fine maybe Hulu would buy it or something so anyways we're just gonna get started with, with the list the first person on the list is Nick Robinson who is in Love, Simon and a teacher and some other stuff I think he would be a good Nick Robinson <laughs> <laughs> Nick Robinson, Patty. I mean, <laughs> a good Danny Phantom. I, I he already is a good, good Nick Robinson. Yeah. Um, I'm glad he's good at being himself. Yeah, keep doing you, Nick. We also said that we thought Cole Sprouse would be a good Danny Phantom because we love him and he looks great with dark hair. <laughs> He really does. We already know that from Riverdale. So you can really pull off the Danny Phantom look. And we also think Michael Evans Bailing would be a good Danny Phantom because he already plays a high schooler (laughs) on All-American. He's also very cute. And I would love to see him more. I found it kind of weird. Michael, if you're (laughs) listening. I didn't mean for that to sound creepy. I just want... Never mind. Move on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I think he'd be a great Danny Phantom because he's good looking just like Danny Phantom was. <laughs> the next person on our list is Austin Butler. And again, he is a natural blonde, but he also has proven to look great with dark hair good looking guy we would love to see him as live action Danny Phantom and the last person on our list I think would be the most inclined to join the show regardless of the network it's on and that's Ross Butler he already has the dark swoopy hair like Danny Phantom and he always plays a high schooler, and he's usually a supporting actor. And this would be his own show where he would be the leading star. So, Ross Butler, if you're listening, we would like you to play Danny Phantom in the live action. Yeah, I think that, like you said, Ross Butler is the most likely to do this. And I think that he would be good as a main character on a show. I think he has enough supporting experience that it should be his time to shine. So if we haven't made it clear, we really like talking about TV shows because, to be honest with you guys, there's just not a lot going on right now. (laughs) So basically, we just watch a lot of TV all day. So when we were kind of brainstorming, about spinoff shows we'd like to see. We started talking about another iconic TV show by the name of Sex and the City. So anyways, I rewatched, or I didn't rewatch it. I watched Sex and the City for the first time in 2019 and Marissa hasn't seen it, but it's fine because we have both taken quizzes to see who we would be in Sex and the City. 
so we found these quizzes on cosmopolitanmagazine.com <laughs> or whatever the website is. Uh, don't take my word for that web address. It might not be exactly that. Uh, URLs aside, <laughs> I got Carrie. And since I've never seen the show, I don't entirely know what this means, but I know she's the main character, so I wasn't really offended. Um, Cosmopolitan said that this means I'm confident, fun, and not afraid to put myself out there to see what I might find. That I have a firm sense of who I am, and it's something that people really envy about me and flock to. And it says that I need to be true, be true, be true to it against the jerks who come along. So uh, thank you, Cosmopolitan Magazine. This was nice of you to say. I'll watch out for jerks. I think it's funny that they said your wait, what? that your firm sense of who you are is something people flock to. I just think flock to or like flock in general is a funny verb to use when like I read that I imagined um no I imagine well okay okay. when you see a flock of birds there are like a lot most of the time and so I like when people use that term for like people I imagine people like running towards something like a big group of people and I was like I don't know if I want people to flock to me wow just flock to you and they're like wow you have such a great sense of who you are (laughs) I'm just like, yeah, perfect sense of self. Um, no, I'm kidding. So I took the quiz as well, and I got Charlotte, and it said, you're a sweet romantic girl who dreams of big love. While you may be shyer when you open up, you're incredible. Keep building those deep, meaningful relationships. They give your life a lot of richness. Wow, Patty, they say that you're rich. Yeah, with relationships. <laughs> oh, that's the less good kind. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, when I watch the show, I think that I probably do identify with Charlotte the most. I'm definitely not a Samantha. And who's the other one? I can't even remember her name. See? Miranda. <laughs> Miranda. I don't think I'm very Miranda either. There are a lot of things Carrie did that I was like annoyed with, but also some things that I was like, mm, I could see why she did that. There's one big thing she did that I just couldn't agree with. If you've seen the show, then just know I'm Team Aiden. <laughs> oh, so it was a big thing, like a Mr. Big thing? Yeah, like the opposite of a Mr. Big Thing. Okay, interesting. But yeah, I'll remember I like that. a lot, so I wasn't upset with this answer or this quiz result. And this was a quiz from a few years ago. I think when we when we looked it up, it said 2011. That's more than a few years ago. Yeah, like 10 years ago. But, I mean, it wasn't, like, a recent quiz, because I feel like recent quizzes might not be as accurate. (laughs) Yeah. This was a vintage online quiz. (laughs) From (laughs) www.cosmopolitan.com. 
but taking these quizzes made me think of BuzzFeed and I may or may not be relapsing my BuzzFeed addiction. So I used to be really into BuzzFeed quizzes. I had the BuzzFeed app on my phone and pretty much only used it for quizzes. And I realized this was a problem when, um, okay, also to set the scene, I was I was addicted to BuzzFeed quizzes in college. <laughs> I was also, I feel like I took them so much more when I was in college. They're so fun. They're like a good little distraction. But so one day I woke up like on time to go to class and then I ended up being late because I laid <laughs> in bed taking BuzzFeed quizzes for like a really long time. And then, and I'm generally not good at getting out of bed, but this was a little much. And then I was walking to class that same day, taking a BuzzFeed quiz, because sometimes I would take them while I walked to class. And as I was walking to class, taking a BuzzFeed quiz, I walked into a pole. And just letting you guys know, turns out I didn't actually, that class was canceled that day. I just hadn't seen the email yet. (laughs) So that was that was good. However, I was I was a little bit um, concerned by this because I this made me realize that I thought that I had a problem because BuzzFeed quizzes were interfering with my daily activities and deleted the app. Haven't taken a single BuzzFeed quiz in quite some time. I think I've been clean for uh, maybe like six months or something but uh this just opened up the whole world again of buzzfeed quizzes buzzfeed quizzes are just so they're either so general or they're so specific you know i yeah i agree like sometimes they say really pointed things and sometimes they say like you're a person and it's like yeah i know (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes it's like, we're going to guess your favorite color. And then other times, it's like, we're going to guess what combination of a friend's character and a Gossip Girl character you are. Yeah, some of them are quite niche. (laughs) Yeah. So we thought we'd share some of our favorite types of quizzes. We should have ranked these. It's fine. Oh my goodness, we should have. Um... So the first one, not that this is in an order because we're not ranking them, which is so unlike us, but you know, just gotta, yeah. sometimes we have to be a little spontaneous. We love to rank, but uh, we're not ranking these. So one of our favorite types of quizzes, or one of mine, no, I think Marissa loves them too. So do you? <laughs> oh, this isn't it. I would say in my top five favorite types of quizzes, but I still like them. Um, I like the ones that are say something like, we're going to guess when you're going to get married or when, when you're going to find the love of your, meet the love of your life or where you're going to meet them. I used to take those a lot and it would say stuff like, you're going to meet them at the supermarket or the bookstore or you're going to get married. I honestly don't remember any of the dates or sometimes they would say something like, you've already met your soulmate. And I'm like, where are they? <laughs> but I used to take those a lot and I thought they were fun and yeah I really like the ones that are like oh like where should you travel this summer and like obviously you know those are like a little bit 
uh, not good now. for these current times because that should be uh, the very least of everyone's worries. <laughs> Yeah. But I always think that those are fun because it gives me big dreams. So I also really like the BuzzFeed quizzes that have a result that sort of tells you, like, if you're going to be rich or not. Um, I have noticed a pattern that when I take these, I almost always get a result that says I'm going to be rich. And <laughs> this is something that I'm not super proud of. But because I really like that answer, I screenshot them. Like, every time a BuzzFeed quiz tells me I'm going to be rich. So I have, like, several screenshots deep in my camera roll of BuzzFeed quizzes telling me I'm going to be rich. Um, and I think this is, like, my my brand of manifestation. <laughs> Just like, you know, if BuzzFeed tells me enough, it must be true. If BuzzFeed believes in me, then I believe in me. Yeah, that's that's the life philosophy that uh, everyone should adopt. We also really enjoy the ones that are like design a house or pick an outfit or I don't know, like the ones where you like pick from a lot of stuff. The only problem I have with these is sometimes all of the options are ugly and I'm, <laughs> I don't want to pick any of them. But I always think these are fun regardless of what they're trying to predict. Unless the options I are agree. ugly. Yeah, I agree with you, Patty. I feel like for the most part, I'm like, oh, like, oh, there are some cool house options or whatever. But like, sometimes I'll be like, I wouldn't wear any of these outfits. Yeah. And at that point, I'm like, who's making these? I don't know. Maybe it should be us. It should be. But I've heard bad things about working at BuzzFeed. Yeah. I have two. Um, another type of quiz that we like are the ones that are like, which celebrity should you date? Or which celebrity <laughs> celebrity <laughs> would you end up with? Um, these are just kind of fun because they're usually all just like really good looking guys. Yeah. I also like it if it's like, which one of the Jonas Brothers would you end up with? Or who in One Direction would you end up with? Or... If it's, like, a specific cast of a show, you know? like Yeah, I like that, too. Which one of the Bridgerton men? It sounded weird. I don't know. I thought it'd be weird if I said, which one of the Bridgerton boys? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like both men and boys sounds wrong. Yeah. Patty, I think you'd end up with Colin. Thank you. I would want to end up with Colin. I think you'd end up <laughs> the youngest Am I one. Offended? <laughs> you mean the one whose name we don't know? <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't know. If I can have Colin, yeah, you can have whichever one you want. Well, Simon's taken. Yeah, I know. Too bad. You can have Nigel. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't want Nigel. Um, I'm sure Colin has a brother no. you could be with. Benedict. Colin. Oh, yeah, but he's with the dressmaking lady. That's oh my gosh, we, we're spoiling things left and right. I just feel like that's not gonna last. I don't know why. Um, 
I think that Benedict just wants a fling right now. Yeah. I'm sorry, that was, I didn't give you a good one. You gave me the best one, and that's why I feel like I don't have another person for you. It's okay, there are only so many Bridgerton brothers to go around. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, with Simon taken, option is Anthony, and I don't think you want him. What if he shaved his side? (laughs) What are you supposed to say? Marissa, like, slightly shook her head and was just like, no. (laughs) What if he shaved I think that just like would you want him then? Regardless, the two most eligible bachelors on the show at the beginning were Simon and Colin. And because Simon is taken, Colin's the only one left. <laughs> but honestly, okay, if he if he shaved his sideburns and maybe got less mean, yeah. There's also the prince. Oh, I forgot about him. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this TikTok and it was like, like says I'm going to watch Bridgerton for the plot and then just shows the girl <laughs> like looking at all like the like attractive guys. So Simon and Colin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all of the attractive looked, guys. All two of them. <laughs> she, she looked at like all of them. But like, I I think that it's more about Simon and Colin. <laughs> All two of them. <laughs> All two of them. But Simon provides enough to go around for everyone. Yeah. He does. Also, girls he are really all really does. pretty, too. Like, Daphne's so pretty. She is. And their outfits are beautiful. Oh, oh my gosh. We need to stop talking about Bridgerton again. You're right. Okay, Marissa, close us off. Okay, well, I hope that you guys take lots of BuzzFeed BuzzFeed (laughs) quizzes this week. Uh, I said BuzzFeeded. (laughs) I hope that you guys take lots of BuzzFeed quizzes this week, but not so many that you can't do your normal daily activities. So BuzzFeed quizzes in moderation. And thank you for listening to our episode this week. Follow us on Instagram at Adoring20s, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.